talking, basically, you know, riffing on the same thing for the last year and a half. Like, there's no point to go anywhere else, really. So this is a someone sent me this, and this is pretty nice. So let me see the other ones. It's funny how people, even me, I rather hear the way they say it than I say it. You know, a dead master carries a lot of weight, especially in this er- you know, this scenario. You know what I mean? A live one could walk in and they kick him out for you know loitering here. <laughs> Seriously. All right. So here, this is from Nizagadala Maharaj. So until you are free of the drug of self-identification, all your religious religions and sciences, prayers and yogas are of no use to you. For based on a mistake, they strengthen it. What's the mistake? The mistake is being identified as the one who's doing yoga. Yeah? The one who's losing the ego is the same one that thought they had an ego. That's where the bondage of self lies. It's not doesn't lie in in pairs and of opposites. It's the one unified priorness that says it's having either of them. Like I had an ego, I lost the ego, now I have it back again, whatever. Yeah? So people like to call the problem an ego, but really the problem is that sense of having one. If you want to call it a problem. Yeah? You see it? It's important to see because if not, you'll get you'll get lost in the duels, the duality. You'll feel like you're you were awake and then you lost the awakeness. And now that moment of awakeness is used to beat the living hell out of you every day that you're deemed not to be awake. The feeling of being connected and then being disconnected. What story can be written about that other than you as the star, that you did something that caused the disconnection? Because there's a false belief that you did something to cause a connection. How could you be connected to what's always so? You would be intrinsically connected to it. The problem wouldn't be connected or unconnected. It would be the insane idea that there was something separate than of that which is that could be connected or not connected. The insanity would be the sense of being a someone outside of everywhere that could be connected or disconnected with everywhere. That's the insanity. And it, that insanity plagues everything. Every step that, that misses that little mental step is tattooed by that mental step. No matter what kind of boots you're wearing, or they, you know, yoga sandals or fucking you know, steel toe boots, it doesn't matter. They're all going to be impressing the idea that there's a you doing something to get out of the you. So a lot of people come to these talks. They wait seemingly patiently because they've been spiritually socialized. They don't want to act out and go crazy here. So they have a they tend to, you know, hold back the fucking insane anger and rage that they're having because they've been going to hundreds of talks and they still haven't seemed to have gotten it yet. But the dilemma is that there's someone waiting to get it. Yeah. 
if you realize what you are could not possibly be gotten, then there would be not a getting of it, but a relinquishment of the drive to get it. Or just like you get freed from the need to be liberated, you don't become liberated. You get freed from the need to be liberated. It's different, totally different. The drive to be liberated is an incessant... It can go on and on and on and on and on. You may want like an agen ice cream, but you'll only go maybe two miles to a store for it. But to find liberation, you'll go all over the fucking globe. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'll like eat, eat lousy watered-down soup once a day and meditate for three freaking weeks, 13 hours a day with the hopes that you're going to arrive somewhere. You wouldn't do that for a thing of ice cream. And you, you probably get more dissatisfaction from the ice cream. <laughs> and what happens though, just like the ice cream, when it's done, the hole seems even bigger that you thought it, that's what would fit it perfectly, that pint. But it never seems to fit. The hole seems to grow as soon as you put something in it. You don't see your role in it? Just like with spiritual stuff. Has it has anything ever put you over the top? You know? Has a two week retreat been more than enough, or does it usually lead to signing up for a four week retreat? And then when that doesn't seem to really do it, three month retreat. And then when that doesn't do it, well we'll have a three month retreat mixed with tantric yoga, vegan, foot massages, you know kayaking. Now, they've almost give up all pretense. They're just, they're like, the retreats are in Costa Rica now, on the coast. You know, they're basically vacations. <laughs> they're not about going into the fucking forest in Thailand and losing 20 pounds in three weeks. <laughs> so here, here it is once again. Thousands of times. People have a lot of respect for certain teachers. Well, this is, some, this is what they say. I mean, it saves you a lot of time and trouble if you can hear it, really. And let it sink in. Entertaining is a word I like to use. It doesn't mean thinking about it. It means you hear it. Yeah? Something hears what's been said, and then you just see what happens. Bring it in and see if the shoe fits. If it does, you wear it. Yeah. So something comes up, and it sense it sound it has a hit. It registers, and if you allow it without throwing another log on the fire, that fire will ignite the whole freaking place. You don't have to throw any more logs on the fire. Just let it burn down. Let it burn as much as it wants to burn of the forest of ignorance, in a sense. And then you'll see the space and you'll see the clearing. Yeah, you'll see the clearing. And then maybe something that will come pretty close right thereafter will increase the acreage. And after a while, you'll see that everything that has disappeared had never truly been there in the first place. And that if you finally arrive, the arrival has comes, what comes with the arrival is nothing has ever really happened. You had never left. This sense that feels like it's new has always been so. 
So here he goes. He says this statement. It's quite beautiful. He says the presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing. So I'll use like indi- like visual indications. Non-existent thing. <laughs> non-existent things. <laughs> the presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing. Now, it's supposing is one thing, but a supposing that presupposes it is incredibly beautiful in a weird, devious way. Because we believe time goes like this. This moment leads to a next moment. And when we get to the next moment, this is a past moment, yeah? And it seems intrinsically, it's intrinsically going in only one direction. But the mental state doesn't play that game at all. The mental state, when it supposes something, it has a presupposing of an idea it wants to sell. Yeah? So the supposing is a presupposing. So when it supposes the non-existent thing, it's a presupposing the non-existent thing, and now the non-existent thing is prior to conscious contact, not an after-effect of conscious contact. So it now, consciousness, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, is now claimed to be, I'm the one who's seeing, I'm the one who's hearing, I'm the one who's feeling, I'm the one who's tasting, I'm the one who's touching, and it doesn't stop there, it goes to all the faculties that are happening right now, I'm the one who's thinking, I'm the one who's feeling, I'm the one who's doing, yeah? Yet, the thought, the supposing of that idea was after the conscious contact, but the supposing presupposes that you were before the conscious contact. So, we are a thought, in a sense, and then that thought thinks it's having all the other thoughts. So, no matter how, how much work you do on all the thoughts, you won't, do any, you won't do any work on the first thought, or the original thought. It's like Dracula will gladly go out on vampire hunts. <laughs> He'll kill tons of vampires, just to hide the fact that it's the big popper of all vampires. You know what I mean? He'll be like totally into, I'm going to work on my thoughts, I'm going to affirm, I'm not going to use any negative thoughts. But that's a thought entertaining it's the thinker. When it's just another thought. You and I are prior to the thoughts. We're seeing the thoughts. Take anything back as far as you can go. The easiest one is sound. Yeah? So, some people have a certain hum always going on. I have this certain hum. I've had it since I was young. It's the most constant event here as an experience. It's more constant than the breath. It's more constant than the heartbeat. It's like a vibratory all the time. Yeah, I can go right to it when it's loud out here because the out here is a layer that's not prior to it. It's the last sound. Or you could say the first sound, yeah? Now, if you take it all the way back, what is that which is hearing that sound? What is that that can hear that sound at all times? It must be as at least as constant as that sound, and probably even more constant than that sound, because, and it's exhibiting no thought or effort to be constantly aware of that sound. 
It's, you don't hear it oh, huffing and huffing. It's not wheezing through effort. It's like, you know, it's not wiping, wiping the sweat off its brow. It's just constantly, incessantly on with no thought or effort. And if there was something that was constantly going on in here, it would be aware of it constantly. What is that? Can you give name to that which is prior to all the seeing? All the hearing, all the feeling, all the tasting, all the touching. Now, the mental state likes to beget its attributes to everything it entertains, so it believes, well, maybe there's this mythical infinite seer, but there is no seer. There's just seeing. Yeah? There is no hearer. There's just hearing. There is no feeler. There's just feeling. The priorness isn't a thing being aware of activities of things. It's non-thing. It's no thing. That's our original face. It's constantly protruding in every moment of every day, but we expect it to look like a face. <laughs> When the original face isn't a face. It's awareness. Yeah. So here, this is seemingly the big the big problem. The presupposing the existence of a non existent thing. This is what the meant. This is if you've listened to anything I've done. Well, then you've listened to nothing, because I've never done anything. But if you've listened to the talk, selfing is what this implies. Selfing is the activity of the presupposing of a non-existent thing. That's all it is, yeah? Selfing is an activity, a mental activity. Its whole thesis of all the activity is the presupposing, the reinforcing, the assuming, the implying, the repeating constantly the idea that there's this non-existent thing. Okay? And then wanting to get salvation for that non-existent thing. That's where we are a lot of the time. That's where, when we start after the fact of the non-existent thing, where the solution is prior to the fact of the non-existent thing, and from the solution's point of view, it's not a fact that there's a, non- there's a non-existent thing that's existing. It's just in a fucking idea a mental idea, armed with a lot of repetition and a lot, a lot, a lot of activity. So, all right? So presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing then wanting to get salvation for that thing. When your practices themselves become a means of giving life to the non-existent thing. Now, what I'm meaning is non-existent thing is this, yes? Have you ever seen someone you know when they're dead? And sometimes you could get a distinct hit. Hey, that wasn't Uncle Fred. Because it was never Uncle Fred. You were just thinking, because you're identified as a body, that you were identifying that awareness or life with the body called Uncle Fred. But when the life seemed to have departed, it was obvious that that wasn't Uncle Fred. Not at that moment that it had never been Uncle Fred. That's the non-existent thing. Without the wind of life moving through it, it cannot promote or produce its own existence. It's non-existing. Yeah? It's like a vehicle. There's not, maybe they are finding cars that can turn on themselves and drive, but 
the Toyotas I've had. <laughs> they haven't reached anything like that, and they ain't going anywhere unless there's a driver in them. Yeah. And I have never met any driver that thought they were the car they were driving. Except the situation right now in this room. Really, I've never run into almost... I did tons of cocaine when I was out there, seemingly. But I never became coke. I never thought I was cocaine. No matter how delirious I was, I didn't try to get into a bindle or go up someone's nose or, you know, welcome the sight of a straw. I just was like, no, it never, never crossed that line. It was like a forbidden, like, no question. We start from after there. Most of us have started this day based on that we're the non-existent thing. Yeah. And therefore, what happens next is this fact. When your practices themselves or your activities themselves become a means of giving life to the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? So how can you practice yourself out of the practitioner? if the practitioner is the non-existent thing. You would think that then all the practices, based on you doing them, would be giving life to the non-existent thing, and that life would be called on the practitioner of all this stuff. This is like a warning. Like I would, you know, a lot of spiritual books, they should have warnings on them, like they do with cigarettes on the top, you know, on the thing. This could be dangerous for your health. I love to sneak in here at night, this bookstore, with a stamp that would have this statement on it. You just put it on the front page. Yeah? <laughs> just think, because you could save yourself, first of all, a lot of money at the, at the gas register. You'd probably walk out, because if the shoe fit, you'd wear it. If, it. if it dawned on you, hey, Jesus Christ, this was actually what was going on while I was seemingly doing all this stuff. I didn't notice that the starting point was fabricated. I began my day and my life from the point of view of being the non-existent thing. Yet I am that which that enlivens the non-existent thing. But becoming identified with the non-existent thing, you have to forget what enlivens it. You have to forget for you to be so damn important, that has to become unimportant. To the point where it's totally unnoticed. And so consciousness isn't seen as an infinite, let's say, state. It's, it's, it's talked about as if it's an attribute we can increase or decrease. I can become more conscious or I can become less conscious. But if all there is is consciousness, where, where are the scales of more and less? Where would they fit in there? Do you think if you, had, if you had the scales of somewhere that it would actually weigh correctly everywhere? The somewhere would be included in the everywhere. For it to feel like it's apart from throws off the whole fucking machinery. The whole scale you can't trust. 
Because how could somewhere weigh the importance of everywhere? The seeming reality of the somewhere already shows where all the importance has been given, which is to the somewhere. And now the, ex- now the everywhere is to cast as an experience or a place that the somewhere will arrive at. And all the while, the everywhere will have no role in the somewhere until the somewhere deems that it has arrived at the everywhere. And still, it will outshine and, and it will eclipse the everywhere when it gets the experience of it. That's the bondage of self. Small s. That's it. You ever read in physics, the greatest influence of every experiment is the observer of it. Any observation is distorted by the observer. As soon as we start thinking of everywhere... The meaning of everywhere is in relation to the false somewhere. It has to be. Okay, so what can go on? How, how, how absurdly far can this go? Well, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great one. So to destroy this non-existent thing, is to try to, to, to destroy this non-existent thing by practices, is to be just like a thief, turning himself into a policeman to catch the thief who is none other but himself. So, all right, what's prior to the presupposing? Or what is the mental state presupposing the non-existent thing to? If it could make it, it wouldn't have to advertise it. Yeah? You would just be that. But it can't. It has to convince what's real to believe the story. And then breathe, breathe life, its own life of reality, into the non-existent thing, which is what it is. The identification as a body is reality lending itself to this body and calling it it. Yeah? And then that becomes the new starting point. And for that to be the starting point, what's prior must be forgotten. Because what's prior would totally, totally, totally null and void the false starting point. Yeah. So when people are actively identified as a body, they're passively denying their own nature. And it can go so to an absurd length that they will try to objectify their own nature and go search for it as the non-existent thing. They'll call it enlightenment or awakening or this or, or peace. But in fact, that's not the case. When you see the presupposing or the selfing, 
sooner or later, there's going to be a feeling that you're not doing the selfing, you're the seeing of the selfing. Yeah? So the emphasis is off the body, and now you're getting closer, in a sense, to what you really are, which is awareness, yes? So now you become aware of the presupposing, and all of the activities that are being claimed, because the first movement and the largest movement of selfing is the claim, yeah? So there's the presupposing of a non-existent thing, then the selfing keeps claiming everything it comes in contact with and calls it it. So now consciousness becomes you're the one who's seeing, you're the one who's feeling, you're the one who's tasting. It claims the thought system and it's cast as the thinker. It claims the feelings, it casts as the feeler. It claims the actions of the body and it casts itself as the actor. Yeah. And all of that reinforces the presupposing of the non-existent thing. And it can go to such an absurd length that that non-existent, non-existent thing can get totally obsessed with finding the truth. But the truth is, <laughs> you're not the non-existent thing. <laughs> the truth isn't going to be had by the non-existent thing. The truth is, you're not a non-existent thing. <laughs> How long does that take to happen? No time whatsoever. How long will it take to leave an imaginary place? How much time and effort will be necessary to leave an imaginary place? What would be on order? What would trigger a relief recognizing it's imaginary? (laughs) Once you recognize it's imaginary, the appropriate response is no response. (laughs) Because if you respond to it, as if it's real, as Jesus says, as you believe so it is, it will fucking seem to be real. So the whole is given a reality by you trying to get out of it. say that again because I enjoyed it so much just for my own downloads because <laughs> no one's no one's spinning my top I gotta let this spin my top <laughs> what I hear all day is fucking you could go to sleep on <laughs> most of the fucking thing it's just like it's fucking terrible no alright so the reality of, of the whole is based on the moving away from it, yeah? The trying to get out of it gives its in this reality, yeah? That's the role you play. You and I, our reality, lending our reality to things by being identified as a thing, or as The Course of Miracles says it very beautifully. You've never heard of The Course, have you? Yes? Course of Miracles, interesting download. Not from here, for sure. So, one of the lovely statements is that you and I are the dreamer of the dream. I don't like the word dreamer because it it sort of denotes a noun, but I like using the word dreaming. So, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. Now, this should have, I would have, if I could edit it to course, which I haven't been asked to do, but (laughs) if I could, I would put the word seemingly 
before the dream, before the forgetful. The next book we do is going to be titled "Seemingly," because it, what it, that definition is, it, it appears to be true or false to you. That's the reality. That's what's going on here. Everything is either appearing to be true or false to you, all day. And you can, I mean, I've heard in recovery meetings a very extreme example of that, where people have christened a certain event in their life as the worst thing that ever happened, and they've been worshipping there, and it's been used for excusing them from marriages and not going to college or whatnot, because this happened, this ruined my life, whatever. And then they have a change of mind, and now the worst thing that ever happened is now called the best thing that ever happened. Now, that's a pretty extreme example. The worst thing, and, and did the worst thing like have, go through this giant transformation into the best thing? It's the same event, isn't it? it the event doesn't change, so it was the worst thing, and now it's seen as the best thing. That's the world of seemingly. Everything is seemingly so here. So here we go. You and I are the dreaming of this dream, and we forget that we're dreaming it. How do we forget that we're dreaming if we're the dreaming? That's what piques my curiosity. How is that seeming forgetfulness produced? Well, to me, it's the remembering of being a body is what allows us to forget that we're the dreaming, obviously. This is a dualistic expression. If there's one thing going on, it's usually based on or has something to do with another thing. So your forgetfulness is based on a remembering. Yeah? So the remembering would be remembering self, small s. The remembering you as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing. Yeah? So that remembering is very tricky because people think remembering is only about the past, but it isn't in the mental state. When you and I are thought about right now in the head, it's not in the head, but you know, you and I are cast as a body when you're thought about. When your thought system thinks about you two years ago, you're pictured as a body. The you produces like an image of you as a body. Yes? So, all right, so now two years ago I was in Cape Cod, so I'm, I'm going to... For some reason, my thoughts go back there. Now, if I, it was anyone else, I wouldn't go there. Like, if John was, you know, two years ago in Cape Cod, I wouldn't be fucking going there. But because there's a cherishing of the little non-existent thing, I'm very interested in what Paul was doing two years ago in Cape Cod, or my thoughts are. Yeah, the thoughts. So, all right, so the thoughts are thinking about Paul. Oh, he went to that interesting cafe, had a nice latte, even bought a bumper sticker from the place, which I never put on anyway, but I lost interest in it. But there I was. So what was happening? It sounds very innocent, but the activity was, if I'm sitting here thinking about when I was in Cape Cod, I'm remembering myself as a body now. You should be paying 800 bucks for this. This is better than any fucking therapy you'll ever fucking get. Because they never just, they never describe the, what's under the hood. They just talk about the emblems. Under the hood. Yeah. So here, thought system pictures you as a body. So when it's busy, why do you think it goes back into the past but doesn't go, any, doesn't go ever to the past about anyone else, really? Maybe your kids, the most. 
or maybe an ex-lover just so he can be right about what a fuck you want to Yeah, there's really very little interest. Like if someone, you know, I'm not sitting here worrying you know, about what's, what happened to Stanley five years ago. I'm, pro- I'm not. Yeah. It's usually, my dogs aren't going to join that hunt unless it's me. Yeah. Unless it's me that's being thought about. Let's get serious, really. All right? So now there's a remembering of me as a body. So, okay, I'm worrying about, hey, will I have cancer next year? You know? And you've got to realize, in what's not happening, anything can be happening. Yeah? In what's not happening, anything could happen. You could be destitute next year. You could be. Yeah? But that's not the point. It's... There's, when you're worried about what, what could be possibly happening to you in the future, you're pictured as a body, and you're being remembered as a body now. And the feeling that you're concerned that you would be having as a body then is felt now. Now, this is a miracle, if you really want to look at it, is a, on a physics level. Yeah? Like Jesus supposedly brought someone back from the dead but at least Lazarus was alive at one time, yeah? We're making shit out of nothing all fucking day. Most of us are totally determined, our moment right now is totally determined by yesterday and tomorrow. Totally, yeah? Because we're not, we're not living anymore. We're really living an interpretation. A mental state is interpreting how it was and how it's going to be, and therefore how it is. I'm not saying this to bum everyone out because there's a great solution because you're not that. The problem, its largest effect is that it's seen as a fact. When it starts becoming a little vague and it starts losing its semblance of of thickness and reality, what happens is its influence on you weakens. And what occurs is you'll start traveling lighter here. Yeah? And what occurs is when you lose interest in the self, you're obviously going to lose interest in the thought system that supports the self. That's the whole role of the thought system. The system is a self-centered system. So the thoughts are basically, you think they're about things out there, but they're always pointing to the self. Yeah? Because the whole system is self-centered. Yeah, it's like the hub of the, it's the center of the wheel, and all the spokes are going to go back to there. Yeah. What would happen if you started questioning if you were a long-lasting, independent, separate entity? You would lose interest in the thoughts about you because you would lose interest in the you they're about. What would happen? Find out. You know. Let it sink in and see. See if it equates to a traveling lighter. And see, if you give it years, you'll see that it stabilizes. And instead of, like in recovery, the norm when you're out using or being, and usually if the problem resides in the mind, recovery will take you to the same place this message takes you. Yeah? The problem resides in the mind. So, it's... You see it. It's the thought system. The thought system produces an irritability, restlessness, and discontentment. That's the basic norm. And if you don't believe that's the case, check out how much seeking you're doing every day. 
Nothing does not have a partner here in manifestation. So if there's a, if there's a lot of seeking, there's an irritability, restless, and discontent. That's the sort of the nest for the seeking. Yes. So here it is. This 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 was basically the norm. What happens when you start traveling lighter? It switches. Now the faith that is in you know there's a thing in AA. I'd like to read this to you for some people who are in recovery. It's a very very underappreciated little lines in this program. You ever hear of recovery? Twelve steps. Yeah. This is in a, ta- a chapter called We Agnostics. But I'm not going to go over what leads into it. But he's basically talking about someone who's totally screwed. Yes? And he says here, Without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood, which is, in this case, incomprehensible, pitiful uh, demoralization. It's pretty. That's a whopper. <laughs> without knowing it, without knowing it, this is the freaking key. Without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith, and I'm not talking about a kind of faith. Islam is the cause of all alcoholism. <laughs> no, that, that's a faith. I'm talking about a force of mind right now, a force of mind right now that I would say Jesus was implying quite a lot with a lot of his sayings. As you believe, so it is. As a man thinketh, so it is, so it's done. All this stuff. He was attempting to explain, in a sense, hey, you've got a heavy-duty mojo here that you're wielding unbelievably ignorantly. Yeah. All right. So, without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith. For did not we believe in our own reasoning? What was that but a sort of faith? Yes, we had been faithful, abjectly faithful to the God of reason. So in one way or another, we discovered that faith had been involved all the time. This is included in all the time, <laughs> right now. This whole event, as we're seeing it, or as we're experiencing it, is rooted in faith. Everything is seemingly so. It's appearing to be true or false to us. And I would say... The energy of that true or falseness is faith, where faith lies. Yeah? Faith is a force that's going to manifest here by the vehicle it's put in. If you put it into the thought system, you're going to be inhabited by what's not happening. Or as AA says, if you trust something infinite rather than the finite self, see what happens. And then you'll realize that he asks another question in this book. Why are you in so much fear right now? And he goes, isn't it because self-reliance has failed you? What is that but faith? We have faith in the thought system. And the thought system is producing anxiety coming from an imaginary field. How are you going to deal with imaginary anxiety? How? The only way is to see that it's imaginary. If you deal with it any other way, you give it more relevance. You bring it to life, in a sense. You you further its existence. You breathe life into it. Just the difference between anxiety and my anxiety. 
thought, my thought, feeling, my feeling, money, my money. The my is the role we play. Yeah. The my that precedes any, any, any topic is the most influential part of that topic. In this room, I wish everyone has tons of money, but I don't want you to have any of my money. Same word, money, but usually different meaning. Where is it coming from? Is it coming from after the money? Or is money producing that? It's the my. What is that my? What is that my pointing to? An activity. What is that activity? Faith. It can move mountains. It can make mountains when there aren't any. There's a sense what we are is prior to thought. There's a great line in a book, in a big book, where a guy again goes out and it starts with this, a thought occurred to me. (laughs) And then a hellish fucking chapter goes right after that. You know what I mean? A thought occurred to me. Can you imagine if there was a recognition of what's prior to all thoughts occurring? that if you were actually located where you actually are, that you would be prior to the thought, not a product of the thinking, your day wouldn't be the expression or the product of thinking. It would be prior. It would be rooted in beingness, not thinking. And how do you arrive at where you already are? by realizing and seeing through what you're not. To see through what you're taking yourself to be is the only way to get to no way. It's the negation of all the ways is the way. You get left right where you've always been. And that's the feeling it's like. And then you realize all the little rockets of of fireworks that the mental state tries to follow. You haven't moved ever. Not one bit. You will like the sky that allows everything to appear in it, yet it's not affected by any of the appearances. There's not one July 4th that has ripped the sky open. Not one. Not one plane, thousands of them flying through it, have run into a big chunk of sky and got stopped in their tracks. When the bird shits, it doesn't get on the sky, it gets on your car, usually, yes. When it rains, the earth gets wet, not the sky. The sky how many clouds have moved through the sky? How many? Does the sky have a little gate that it could stop the clouds? And does that dog ever, that, you know, that cloud that looks like a dog, is it there three days later, just located in a certain part of the sky? No, everything comes and goes, yet the sky never comes and goes. That's what we're like, actually. Timeless, contextual, always available, right where you are, with no requirement necessary to meet it, other than the ones you set up. This consciousness, this, that, which is looking, does it exhibit any thought or effort? to be looking. 
the eye may hurt, but does that hurt that which is seeing through the eye ever hurt? No. Why would you expect thought and effort to get you back to what exhibits no thought or effort? If you try to lose interest in self as a self, that's self-interest. Recovery, we say self can't get out of self. Then how do you get out of self? Recognize you were never in a self. That's how you quote-unquote get out of self, is recognizing you were never in it. No one has successfully ever gotten out of self. But all of us have been completely freed from it, inherently so. It seems like a contradiction, but the solution is always available at all times. And when the solution dawns on you, what it tells you about the problem is the problem is an activity that you have to comply with. If you don't, it can't produce the goods. It has no stickum powder. Where the living glue When we believe the thoughts are about us, that's the bondage of self. Our believing, our faith in, our compliance is the glue that makes it seem like it's so. It can never be so, but it will seem to be so. When this is all said and done, nothing's ever fucking happened. Literally. If every night we go to sleep, the whole place is erased, isn't it? Aren't you amazed you get it every day you get another day? It's like, I don't know, you could think you won the lottery or lost the lottery, but it's like fucking surprising. You're like, wow, all right, another day. I mean, all bets are off when you lay down, right? But no one seems to be totally flipping out. There's almost like a longing fucking for it. Yeah, because we go into deep sleep where there's no, 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 no idea of being a self. Yet something continues. (laughs) Guess who that is? (laughs) Selfing has to be started up and revved up and fucking reaffirmed and insinuated constantly. What you are doesn't have to say one fucking thing. It just is. That's the dilemma here. Something that's always so can seemingly go unnoticed. (laughs) It's like the gravity thing, you know. People, there's probably a book on gravity here, 900 pages, you know, <laughs> by an expert professor of gravity. And, you know, he did his thesis on gravity and he studied it forever. But all you need to do is go into an anti gravity chamber. Then you'll know everything you need to know about gravity by its absence. Yeah? Lose interest in the self and then you'll find out what you are. But you'll never find out what you are from the self's point of view. Ever. Never. All you'll find out is the idea of self has for you. Yeah, all you'll all you'll discover is another fucking mutation of self. But prior, so it's a losing of interest. So as some people say, it's by this being absent, which it inherently is. That's the sense of presence. You can't have both in the same point. This is seen as absent. Oh, 
than the sense of presence. When this arises and says, I'm feeling the sense of presence, the presence seems to be absent because you're present. <laughs> You'd love to get the timing exactly right, but it never happens. The two ships never meet. So, all right, I lose interest in myself. I sense the presence. I want that presence. <laughs> this, <laughs> this present, this becomes present, that's absent. This is at that present. How can I get it? <laughs> I want to be there to experience my own ex- absence. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I think it's wonderful news. How can you have therapy prior to the presupposing? Really? I'd love to be a therapist about of what's not happening. Yeah? Unbeknownst to my patients, I could book 60 people in one day. And they all think they were coming in for an hour. And as soon as they started bitching about what's not happening, I would say, that's not happening. See you next week. <laughs> what do I need to do? Nothing. <laughs> Why would you want to give it any credence by responding to it? Just see it's not happening. <coughs> what happens here? Yeah, this is, this is, this is an event. It has none of the qualities what's not happening has. But it has one quality what's not happening doesn't have, which is it's happening. Yeah? Like it or not, this is what's going on. Yeah? Doesn't have millions of imaginative conditions you could possibly be in. It's the condition you're in right now. How much difficulty is it to deal right now? Most people, when they come in here on a Monday night... They're upset never by Monday night. They're upset by last week and next week, basically. So I'm going to give you a couple more. I feel like I got you on the ropes. I'm going to knock you out. (laughs) Fucking just put the knockout punch. Right. So here's a beautiful... This is, again, the same master, Sri Ramana... This one's, I love this one. These papers, i got to get some new ones. All right, simply stated, please lend, hey, citizens, lend your, lend your ear to the good news. Simply stated, the problem, the problem, not our problem, the, is that there is a perception that there is an individual self which wants to extinguish itself (laughs) so that the state of realization will be revealed to the non-existent self. (laughs) But anything which this individual self tries to do to eliminate itself merely prolongs its own existence. You see it? You get the same same thread. If one sees spiritual practice as something that one does to attain realization, then there is no solution to this problem. There is no solution because the whole problem stems from the totally false assumption that this individual self has a real existence. Now, my friend may be going to sleep there, so I'm going to pull his big man out. This is a Gadada Maharaj. He's been asking me for years, so here you go, bro. Until you are free of the drugs of self-identification, on all your 
uh, wait and see, on all your religions and sciences, sciences, prayers and yogas are of no use to you, for based on a mistake, they strengthen it. There's a mistake. There's a mistake of being identified as something that you're not. It cannot be so, but it can seem to be so. If what so believes it, yeah? So where the reality and the mental state is throwing a huge advertising campaign. And the advertising campaign is to presuppose a non-existent thing and then have you go looking for pleasure for it, for relief for it, salvation for it, or in these little circles, enlightenment for it. It doesn't matter because the for it will only strengthen the reality of the non-existent thing. Yes? It's a very tricky thing that you can't, there's no, like, leeway in it. Yeah? If this is happening, this is what's happening. Yeah? That which is being done is being used to pronounce the doer. That which is being seen is being used to emphasize the seer. That which is being heard is being used to emphasize the hearer. Not the hearing, not the seeing, not the feeling, but the seer, the hearer, the felt, the feeler. That's the presupposing of a non-existent thing. If you can see it for a minute, it just duplicates itself every day, all day. You don't need huge research. One sentence can put you over the top. When you start seeing, you may not be that which that is implying and insinuating and inferring. Maybe there'll be a hit of you are the seeing of the inferring, the implying. Instead of looking from, after the implying, you will see the advertising. Yeah? A new beachhead will be produced. And you can rest there because it's always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary. It's done. Yeah. Now you're just witnessing the doing and the having and the non-doing and the non-having, but basically it's all done. Yeah, You can rest in that which is, which allows you to travel here a lot lighter as the action figure. This I heard years and years ago, and as of right now, I'll humbly proclaim it's the last answer, because I haven't looked for anything else for 15, 18 years, and it's the gift that keeps on giving. I'm not trying to extreme turbocharge it, I'm not trying to make it more exotic, or more shamanistic, or more mystical, it's just dog shit, ordinary awareness always available at all times. Rest there and see the show. It's like being the screen instead of the characters in the movie. Yeah? How, you know, how many times do the movie theaters, do they change the screen every week? Let's say had, they had a bloody slasher film. It's all rented holes and blood on it? No. Took all that horror, not one bit of it got infused into the screen. Then it had romantic comedies, which are totally oxymorons, because they're not romantic and they're not funny. <laughs> which I cannot believe they still have jobs, those people that are always in them. 
you think like all they have to do, they try to show you the best of the movie, and if the trailer sucks, you know, why would you want to pay $10 to see two hours of that which sucked? Whatever. But I'm going <laughs> off. I'm, I'm digressing. I'm getting an opinion in there. Yeah, so let's see all that. All the, there'd be no wet tear stains on the screen. Yes, it's the same little example like the sky. We're like the screen, yes? We're thinking, we're trying to look... We're looking from the film instead of looking from the screen. We want to see how we can travel lighter in the movie, but as part of the movie. The true lightness that's available in the movie is not of the movie. Like Jesus says, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. You're in this movie, but you're not of this movie. And the true lightness that will allow you to travel lighter in the movie does not come from in the movie. It comes from the ofness. Yes? You bring it in. You allow it to come into the movie. You'll never find it in the freaking movie. But you'll see its expressions everywhere. Once you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear, you'll be seeing it and hearing it constantly. So, there you have it. Any questions? One, two, that's